This is the Leadership Lessons Podcast, hosted by Pastor Daniel Williams, a podcast to encourage and equip church leaders. Brought to you by eeleaders.com. Well, we're back at it again, and I've been loving doing these episodes, being able to pour into your life, and just so grateful that you're listening once again. And if you're new to the podcast, um, man, welcome. You could binge watch all these videos or listen, go to the archive. You could find it at eeleaders.com. And these are free resources for you, for your family, for your friends. Feel free to share them. I am your host, Daniel Williams. And uh, the last few episodes, we've been talking about preaching, seeing Jesus in Scripture, talking practically about that. And I understand that a lot of us um, actually aren't preaching pastors. Some of us um, are assistants. Some of us maybe children's directors or just faithfully serving in our church. But we should all be men and women of the word. And we want to see Jesus have him as our goal, pursuing him. And so I hope these episodes have inspired you to study God's word, to get to know Jesus in a greater and deeper way and to experience the Him and also to proclaim Him to other people. And today I want to talk to you about the subject of prayer, the subject of prayer, especially when it comes to preaching, because study is not the only thing we do to prepare to tell people the Word of God and His Gospel. Um, I'm always reminded of Acts chapter 6 where the apostles uh, mention this. They say their important role is to do ministry and that includes preaching the Word of God, writing scripture, but it also includes prayer. In Acts chapter 6 verse 4, the apostles said, but we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. See, many people devote themselves to studying God's Word in preparation but not necessarily prayer. And we need to make sure we bring up the conversation of prayer because prayer is a supernatural power that we must partake in and it's a vital part of ministry. No matter what area of the church you're serving, you are doing a supernatural great work for God and we need God's strength and His power. Great revivalist um, and evangelist Billy Sunday said, if you are strangers to prayer, you are strangers to power. So today I wanna talk to you about prayer having prayer as a spiritual weapon. As many of you know, we are in a spiritual battle and demonic activity is real. Commentator David Guzik says, you are in a spiritual battle. If you are ignorant or ignore that fact, you probably aren't winning the battle. The apostle Peter would say it like this in 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. See, we must be aware of the fact that we are in a battle and we must know how to fight as men and women of God, serving in the church, doing a supernatural work. The Apostle Paul would bring up this issue after he pours out all spiritual blessings are in Jesus, that we are found uh, in Christ, that the gospel of Jesus Christ is good news and we can be saved and have that affect our entire life, starts giving us application of good marriages and how to live for Him and walk worthy of the calling God's given us. He, He sort of finish his book of Ephesians, the climax in in chapter 6 on spiritual battle, on spiritual warfare. And he says this in in chapter 6, verse 10 through 12. He he understands the reality that we live in, um, that the enemy is real and that that we're wrestling and not against flesh and blood. And he says, finally, brethren, you and I be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. You know, Warren Wiersbe said, sooner or later, every believer discovers that the Christian life is not a playground. It is a battleground. And so we have to understand this. Now, now why do I bring this up after just talking about preaching? Because we have to learn to fight with prayer. Many of us know the Word of God is a picture of a sword, and, and it's fun to have a sword and to swing and to fight and to see that immediate response because we know the Word of God promises it doesn't return void. But we also need to make sure that we're praying and depending on God and getting His strength. Many people, including myself, we just want to preach our way through things and battle uh, in this spiritual warfare with promises or with truth, but that is not the only way that we fight. Paul would actually go on and say in verse 18 that we're to use the sword of the Spirit in the spirit of prayer, through the spirit of prayer, praying and everything, covering it, saturating it. See, and the reality is, as a preacher, I can spend hours upon hours relying on study and my skill rather than relying on God. And if I don't have prayer in my study time, if I don't have prayer in my life, I'm just doing things on my own, own effort. But when I come to pray, I'm submitting to God's will and His strength, trusting that He will do a great work, that only He can do, that He will fight my battles. I love what Exodus 15.3 says. In the NIV, it says, The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is His name. Listen, there is a God that fights our battles for us, and we need to trust Him. And we get strength when we actually become weak and depend on Him. And we do this through prayer. We can get so caught up in studying in our own efforts that we even forget to pray. I'm always reminded of uh, great leaders and the, the lessons they can teach us, like Martin Luther, who uh, it's sort of known he, the, he had so much stuff to do as he was one of the reformers, you know, pushing back and, and, and trying to get the gospel out and the word of God into people's hands and, and teaching. And he was just this great leader. But he says this, I am too busy not to pray. You ever get so busy that you have to cut things out of your schedule, out of your life, or make a priority, make a list? Many men and women of God that have been used by God in great ways have never cut out prayer. It's by handfuls of people just praying, dedicating themselves to the Lord, depending on Him, and God goes forth and fights those battles for Him. And see, you and I, we can do the same thing. We could depend on God through prayer, through His strength, allowing Him to fight because He is a warrior. That is who He is. And this is true for you and I, that we also need to pray. And listen, I understand, many of us do. We understand the privilege of prayer, uh, the privilege through the gospel that we get to commune with God. Most of us go to prayer when we need help, when we need comfort. We get to talk to our Savior. And we should be doing this. And this is a great benefit of prayer. Philippians 4, 6-7 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known uh, to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. But I want you to think about prayer not as a, a reaction, but a, um, a, a proaction, going after it. See, prayer could be a great comfort, and relationally, spending time with God is amazing. But have you considered prayer as a great weapon? 
Because the Bible tells us that prayer is actually a spiritual discipline. It's something that we can grow in, that we can use to actually do ministry, not only in our lives and our heart, but for our city, for our churches, that God's kingdom can come on earth as it is in heaven. And as we pray, it does make a difference. Listen, the Bible tells us that all heaven moves when we pray. You remember the great prophet Daniel? In Daniel chapter 10, there was this great delay. An angel came to him. And it was 21 days later after he prayed, but the angel said, listen, as soon as you prayed, I was on the move, but I got caught up in some battle and some spiritual uh, activity over here and and Persia and over there. and, And now I'm here. But as soon as Daniel prayed, the angel says, I was on the move. See, you have to understand this. As soon as you pray, God is on the move. He will always answer. He's listening to your prayers. Uh, One of my favorite verses about prayer is found in 1 John chapter 5. It says, and this is the confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us and whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. God always listens to our prayers. Now, he may delay in his timing. He may say no to us or not yet, but he always listens and he always answers. And his will will get done. And it's so powerful. The Apostle James says the the prayer of a righteous person has great power at its working. See, you have to understand that prayer is a weapon and it's powerful and it transforms lives. It transforms our lives as ministers as we pray and ask God to do His will in our lives and people's lives and intercede, but it also actually makes a difference. There's a huge impact in our world when we are men and women of prayer, trusting God, depending on Him, and this is how we fight our battles. And I can tell you this, the enemy, Satan, does not want us to, be, does not want us to pray. He doesn't want us praying. Andrew Murray said this about prayer. God's children can conquer everything by prayer. Is it any wonder that Satan does his utmost to snatch that weapon from the Christian or to hinder his use of it? See, we need to realize that prayer is not just a privilege, but it is a weapon, a spiritual weapon. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. There is great power in our prayers and it makes a huge impact in our world. And so we are to pray and to stay strong in Christ. All right, I'm preaching now. I'm getting pumped. I don't know about I don't know about you. I'm getting pumped. I'm getting excited. I want to I want to pray right now because, man, this is why Paul tells us to put on the full armor of God. And we do this through prayer. Listen to this verse again. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day, having done all to stand firm. And in verse 18, he says, praying at all times in the spirit and all prayer with all prayer and with all supplication. When we pray, God is going to move. Man, we need people in our lives to remind us of this. I'm not saying that you don't know this. I'm just reminding you. Just as I'm pumping myself up talking about this, it's it's so good to renew our minds in God's word and to understand that he wants us to claim his promises, that these things are true. This is the reality that you and I get to do. We get to apply the promises of God and actually serve his people. And this is a supernatural work. And so when we go to God's word, we're to claim these promises and we're to take these things and use it for his glory, for his good. David Guzik says this about prayer. We should use every kind of prayer that we could think of. Group prayer, individual prayer, silent prayer, shouting prayer, walking prayer, kneeling prayer, eloquent prayer, 
groaning prayer, constant prayer, fervent prayer. Just pray. A lot of words there. The idea is to pray. Or like the great apostle Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. Warren Wiersbe would tell us this about prayer. Prayer is the energy that enables the Christian soldier to wear the armor and to wield the shield. We cannot fight the battle in our own power, no matter how strong or talented we may think we are. See, don't get tempted to rely just on your study, on your preparation, on your skill, on your strength. Rely on God. Pray. Do ministry bathed in prayer. Trust God. Have Him move. Spend every day praying, 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 and trusting in a person, Jesus. You see, Paul goes on and explains that the way we find our strength is not just um, to study, to do our own thing, but to trust in a person, to put on the armor of God. And that armor is found simply by abiding in Jesus. You may know the armor. It's the belt of truth. But Jesus said in John 14, 6, well, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The breastplate of righteousness, uh, Paul tells us to put on. But we know that God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God, that we can actually put on Jesus. The, the, the shoes of the gospel. Luke 2, 4 tells us that Jesus brings us peace through His gospel. The shield of faith. Romans 12, 3 tells us that Jesus gives us faith. The helmet of salvation. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9 tells us that salvation comes from Jesus. The sword of the Spirit. We know John 1.14 tells us an incredible truth that Jesus is the living word. See, 1 Timothy 2.5 tells us there's only one mediator between God and man, and that is the man, Christ Jesus. As we abide in Jesus and stay strong in His strength, we can put on the full armor of God. Jesus said when we abide in Him, we're going to bear fruit. And so think about abiding in a person. Our fighting, this is amazing, our fighting is done through relationship. It actually blesses us when we fight and engage in this battle because it makes us trust in God Himself, Jesus. Trusting that He is a warrior. That's who He is. And so we have to humbly go to Jesus through prayer. Jesus is the one we seek. We put on His armor. We truly need Him. He is fighting our battles. Like the Apostle John uh, in John, 1 John 4, 4 says, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And so I just wanted to remind you of this, that we minister by God's strength and His power. And we need to take time to pray, to trust Him. Let Him be your strength. So let's make sure we utilize prayer as a weapon. Trusting in God for His strength, not only for ourselves to do ministry, but interceding for others as well. And just let's make sure that we take time to pray. Well, on today's one piece of advice, I have my friend, Pastor Julius, uh, from Joy Church, Delray Beach, reminding us of this important fact, that we need to trust in God with all of our hearts. Now, Pastor Julius, he could preach. It's a little longer one piece of advice, but man, it is good and solid. And so I know that you're going to enjoy his one piece of advice. You're listening to One Piece of Advice, brought to you by eeleaders.com, a ministry to encourage and equip church leaders.
My name is Pastor Julius. I'm the founding pastor of Joy Church right here in Delray Beach, Florida. A beautiful place to, to live and to raise families and to do ministry. And um, really been blessed in the last two years that we've been um, uh, planting the church. God has been faithful. God has been um, directing our path and it's been just a great experience. Uh, it's not come without a lot of challenges, but that's just part of the part of the process of, of planting churches and doing ministry. So I'm really excited. Uh, well, Pastor Daniel asked me to uh, share um, a piece of advice or a um, negative of information of uh, about leadership, about um, uh, what it takes to to really do the work that we've been called to do. And, uh, and, I, and I appreciate this because I believe uh, we all need to help each other really understand um, how to do uh, ministry and how to lead others because that's what we've been called to do. Um, there's so much to say, but uh, I will keep it short. Um, uh, the, the thing that I thought about uh, when, um, when I was asked by Daniel to, to think about this is uh, a passage of scripture came to mind and that is um, Proverbs 3.5. And the Bible says that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Leadership is about moving forward. Leadership is about movement. Leadership is about making choices and decisions. Leadership is about guiding people, casting vision and doing all those things. And all those things are just uh, things that you have to day by day, moment by moment, depend on God to direct you. What I like about this passage of scripture as it pertains to leadership is that sometimes as a leader, um, you don't know exactly what, um, what, what's ahead. And uh, because in your own human understanding of the situations, you may uh, lack the, 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 the the knowledge, you may lack the vision, you may lack the understanding of the current circumstances as they are. And so God, however, is always available for us to approach and His grace allows us to do this on a daily basis where He gives you the, the vision, He gives you the strength to make the next step. And so I was just thinking it's like a soldier, uh, a leader of a battalion, you know, leading a bunch of soldiers in a certain direction, you're in a fight. And uh, he has to guide people to move forward, but sometimes he has, to, he has to stop moving. And sometimes he has to get people to turn right, to turn left. He has to guide these people. And sometimes as leaders, we're in those situations, we are guiding people, we are, um, we are trying to help them move forward. But sometimes you have to uh, you have to stop people from moving forward. You have to pause. You have to yield, and uh, sometimes you've got to take the exit. Sometimes you've got to come back in. So all these things are happening, and I've found that when you lean on God, God is able to direct your path. And the Bible says in that passage of scripture that not to lean on your own understanding. So leadership is about challenges coming your way. And when you're doing ministry, if you've done ministry for any amount of time, you realize that challenges come, discouraging moments come, adversity will come. And it is in those times that you need 
to lean on God. And when you lean on God and thank God because he's omniscient and his grace is sufficient, when you lean on him, he's able to direct your path. You may not know what to do next. You may not know where to go next. But when you lean on God, God gives you that grace. He gives you that wisdom to know what to do next. And what I've found is uh, when you pray, and I want to throw this in there. I know sometimes we talk about prayer a lot, but we don't talk about fasting a lot. As a leader, one thing I've noticed as a pastor is that uh, prayer, I pray, I pray often, I pray every day, and I'm always talking to God in prayer. And sometimes as life is happening, I find that I get clogged up with all this stuff that life is throwing my way. And my prayer life, it is there, but it is not as effective. I'm no, it's not as crystal clear as it sh should be. So what I've found is, and this is just a, you know, something to encourage leaders, is to add fasting to your prayer life. To add fasting to your prayer life. Just this morning I was thinking about this and it came to me that when I'm calling on God and the Bible tells us to call on Him and He will answer. In prayer you're calling on God, you're calling on God. But I found that when I throw in fasting in the mix, what happens is that it clears my ears so that I'm not only calling on God, but when He speaks, I can hear Him so clearly when I'm fasting. So be, you know, habitual. Find a, a way to throw in fasting in the mix of your prayer life and you will find that God speaks. Sometimes like Jesus, you've got to take yourself out go out away from all the hustle and bustle of what you're doing as a leader sometimes just we are all type a personalities most of the leaders most of the leaders are type a personalities they want to go 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 do 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 but sometimes you gotta get away from that and then focus because god is about to give you instruction on what to do next lean not on your own understanding what happens is that when you're in the mix of things and you're busy you're running up and down you're trying to do things for the kingdom there's so much clutter in your head your schedule is full and you're going 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 but it's very necessary to pull yourself out and okay god am i am i on the right path am i moving forward in the right direction am i supposed to pause am i supposed to yield now and i found that prayer does provide a way for us to hear from God. But like I said before, when you throw in fasting in there, what happens is that your ears become crystal clear and God speaks and you hear. And also what it does, it gives you strength to apply what God is instructing you to do. Sometimes when God speaks to you, you can receive it, you can hear it. But when it comes to applying what God has instructed you to do, you lack the strength, you lack the, 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 the gusto to, to do what God has instructed you to do because life is happening. But when you pray and you fast, God gives you the strength to apply what he has instructed you to do. And so that is what I want to encourage you guys to do as leaders in the community, as leaders in your churches, as leaders in your families. So we are leaders in many facets, not just in, in, the, in the church, in the ministry, but you're a leader in your household. You're a leader maybe at your workplace and uh, you're a leader in the community. And um, I just want to encourage you to not lean on your own understanding because you need to lean on God and he will direct your path. And in order to get these instructions and to get the strength to apply what God is directing you to do, pray, be a prayerful individual and fasting 
as a, as a way to clear up your head and your, your ears to hear from God. God bless you. Thank you so much. Man, it's so great serving Jesus in Delray Beach with Pastor Julius. And what an important reminder that he gave us that we just need to trust in God. And so I want to dig a little bit deeper into this subject on our next episode, our final episode of the season, episode 24. I'm going to be talking and having a conversation with my dad, Pastor Joe Williams, on the subject of spiritual warfare. Listen, my dad has been a pastor my entire life. He's full of wisdom, has great and amazing stories, practical uh, insight on this subject, and I know that you're going to enjoy it. And so, listen, I may not know you by name, but Jesus does. He cares for you. He loves you. And know this, even though I don't know you by name, I'm praying for you. I want you to know that you can keep on serving Jesus. He is a faithful God. He, you do not labor in vain, and He is doing a great work in your heart. And so know that I am praying for you. I thank you for listening, and I'm really looking forward to the next time we're together. Thank you so much for listening to this Leadership Lessons podcast. You can watch all the episodes and get all the show notes at eeleaders.com. If this podcast was a blessing to you, I would love for you to share it with your friends on social media. You can find us on social media at EE Leaders. You can also help us spread the word by simply writing a review on iTunes or Google Play. My hope for you with this podcast is that it would encourage you and equip you to continue to serve Jesus. Because remember, there's nothing better than doing what God has called you to do.